welcome to Navigating Frailty, a roadmap for California families. The care planning and estate management podcast for you, my fellow Californians. I'm your host, Bob Scrivano, and for 30 years, I've been helping seniors try and their families try to figure out how to navigate the aging process, how to navigate frailty, how to make sure we make the best choices for ourselves, for our mom, dad, Grammy, Grampy. Uh, on the radio for 22 years on KFBK in Sacramento, I've done over a thousand workshops, written a book called Navigating Frailty, and everything I do is based on making sure you have the most current information and plans and a pathway to deal with the issues of aging and frailty. This podcast is presented by Assets and Aging and airs every other week on all the major podcast platforms, such as like Spotify and iTunes, as well as on my website, assetsandaging.com. Today's episode is on the topic of recovery, specifically medical recovery. I hear that Medi-Cal can take my home. Is that true? I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. Well, Bob, I heard Medi-Cal could take my home. If I go into a nursing home, they could take my home. And that's the title of today's podcast. I hear that Medi-Cal can take my home. My question always is, when people say that, is, heard it from where? Was it like written on a bathroom wall? Was it, you know, spray painted on the wall somewhere outside a hospital? Uh, Did you read it in an article? Did you see it on the internet? Because we all know everything on the internet is true. Uh, I heard, I hear that Medi-Cal can take my home. Well, the answer to that statement is yes. It's also no. It's also maybe. And it's also sometimes. Let me let me explain that in a minute, but first, let me make sure we're in context here. Let's talk about the difference a little bit between Medicare and Medi-Cal. Medicare is health insurance for people over 65. When you turn 65, you get Medicare, or generally. Some federal employees get a different form, but you get Medicare. And then you go buy a Medicare supplement with some company, and Medicare pays for the doctor, and pays for the hospital, and pays for the x-rays, and pays for whatever, and you have a pharmacy card, and that pays for your medicine, and then whatever Medicare doesn't pay for, you have a Medicare supplement, and that pays for the 20% that Medicare doesn't pay for. Medicare is health insurance for people over 65 and certain people under 65 who are disabled. Medi-Cal, called Medicaid in every other state, Medi-Cal is a federal and state program that helps pay for people who either don't have Medicare, can't afford health insurance, or are in nursing homes. The primary payer in California of nursing home bills is, in fact, Medi-Cal. So make sure we understand the difference. So when do I need, when and where would I need Medi-Cal for long-term care if I was going into a nursing home? There are also some Medi-Cal programs that help pay for home care. It's called IHSS, in-home support services. So there are some, there's another one that pays for adult daycare for people with Alzheimer's called the PACE program. There's another one that supposedly helps pay for assisted living, but it never does. It's called the waiver program. 
But the one that we're going to focus on today is Medi-Cal to pay for the staggering ten dollars to $1,000 a month or more that a nursing home costs. What's recovery? And, and, and that, here's where we're going to get to the, you know, can Medi-Cal take my home? Yes, no, maybe sometimes. What's recovery? When you die, dad goes into a nursing home. Medi-Cal pays out $50,000 to help provide his care there. And then dad dies. Medi-Cal retains the right to go to the estate and look and see if it can get its $50,000 back from dad's estate. Because that, and that's recovery. We're going to recover. So Medi-Cal is really not insurance in this. It's a loan. We're going to loan you some money so you can, so you can get Medi-Cal in a nursing home because you can't afford 10,000 a month. But when you die, if you have anything, we're going to get it back. Since 2000, since January the 1st of 2017, until September 30th of 2020, the state has ripped out of the estates of dead old people $14.3 million. How do I know that number? Somewhere I can give you the exact number to the penny. But let's just say $14.3 million because I filed an Open Records Act requesting that amount about a month or so ago. And i that's the actual number. That's how much money that the estates of dead old people who were in nursing homes paid back to the state of California. They were sued by the Attorney General of the state of California, and they had to pay that back, or a claim was filed. They had to pay that back to the state of California. $14.3 million. Now, that number is really skewed because that number was only through September of this year. Remember, all the courts have been closed all the courts have been closed since, like, what, last June? There's going to be a whole glut when the courts reopen of probates being closed and money being written to the state of California. So I expect when all the dust settles that by the end of this year, when the courts finally reopen and adjudicate everything through the end of 2020, that number is going to rise to right around $20 million. Now... There's two kinds of recovery, pre-2017 and post-after-2017. We're going to talk about the after-2017. Remember, the number I gave you, $14.3 million, was from January 1st of 2017 on when the rules changed, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So going back to the subject, I hear that Medi-Cal can take my home. Can they? Well, here's what the rules say. First of all, the answer to the question is no, but with a caveat. The state doesn't take homes. The state wants money. They don't want your house. They want money from the sale of your house. They don't want your house. They're not going to take your house. They're going to take the equity in your house, and here's how they do it. If you die after January the 1st of 2017, and you have a probate because you had a will. Or, what if, what if, but Bob, I have a trust. Well, what if you have some things that aren't in your trust? Then you have a, what's called a pour-over will, and all those are going through probate, and you may, you're may you going to wind up with a probate 
And Medi-Cal has the right to recover from what's called a probate estate. Now, remember, I'm not an attorney. I don't practice law. I don't give legal advice. If you want legal advice, you should consult an attorney. But I've been doing this for 35 years. I'm a licensed legal document assistant. I'm licensed to prepare legal documents in California, and I'm licensed by the state of California. My license and bond are in Sacramento, and everything I talk about here is my opinion only. But a probate estate is when you have a probate, and Medi-Cal reserves the right to recover from a probate. So they become a debtor. They become a claimant, just like the credit cards and anybody else. The IRS, they become a claimant on whatever you had. So let's go back to the house. I hear Medi-Cal, no, they don't take houses, but here's how they get their money. So now you had a probate and in your will, you left everything to your three lovely children, Manny, Mo, and Jack. They're lovely children and you love your children. And in the will, you and your wife died and you said, everything goes to Manny, Mo, and Jack. There's one problem. Manny, Mo, and Jack probably aren't going to get the money. Because in my example, in addition to the other creditors, Medi-Cal is going to file a claim in probate for $50,000 plus interest. And so when Manny, Mo, and Jack sell the house, which has a $110,000 mortgage on it, and it's a $250,000 house, so they're going to $50,000 of the proceeds plus interest is going to be going to the state of California because of a Medi-Cal recovery or a Medi-Cal estate claim. So no, they don't take the house, but yes, they do take money. And the money will come out of your probate estate. I can't tell you how many people. There's no way to know this, but I can tell you from 35 years of doing this, how many people have walked into my office and said, pardon me, well, you know, the, 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 the person that did my document said all we need is a will because, you know, Mildred and I own the house together. And when I die, it'll all go to Mildred. Uh, that's right. But then when Mildred dies, if there's a probate because you have a will, Medi-Cal may have the right to claim against that probate estate. Do you have a will? Then you may have a probate. If you have a probate, you have a probate estate in which case Medi-Cal then may recover from that. So yes, no, maybe, sometimes. No, they don't take homes. Yes, they always have the right to go after a probate. Maybe you're going to have a probatable estate, and sometimes you don't even know what you have. Lots of people don't even have a will. Guess what? You have a will. The, the difference is the court's going to write one for you after you die. And there's going to be a probate. And if you needed long-term care Medi-Cal to help pay for a nursing home, Medi-Cal is going to file an estate claim. And by the way, it's mandatory. It's mandatory that you notify Medi-Cal of the probate. They become a creditor. And they have to be noticed just like your mortgage, just like your credit cards, just like anybody else. Now, the good news is, if, if if there's somebody living in your house, there's no probate on the first death. So if, if, if dad was in a nursing home and dad died and it all went to Mildred, no recovery. If Mildred then went into a nursing home and was on Medi-Cal when she died, if there was a probate, there would be a recovery. That's why the answer to the question is yes, no, maybe sometimes. 
If you have a trust, if you have a property, notice my magic words here. If you have a properly drawn trust, which has been properly funded, properly signed, and it's in place in the way it's supposed to be, and everything that should be in that trust is in that trust, then there's no Medi-Cal recovery. Why? Because trusts don't generally go through probate. How can a trust go through probate? I've seen trusts put in the probate court because of a contest, because somebody contests the trust. I, I, I know several attorneys who have had that happen with their clients. I, 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 I know people that have a trust and they have the house in the trust, but they don't have their bank accounts in the trust because they didn't think that was necessary. Well, there'll be a, maybe a probate on the bank accounts. If you have a disabled child living with you, there may be no recovery. So how do I avoid recovery? Make sure you don't have a probate estate. Make sure you have everything titled properly. Your home, your money, your IRAs, that everything is either titled or has beneficiaries named so that you don't wind up with a probate estate. Make sure you don't have a probate. And then how do you do that? Make sure you have the right essential documents that with those documents, you've begun to build a pathway to making sure that your family and you can, you, you can, you have thought all this out. And when you build a pathway, you have to have a plan. You have to have materials. You have to have an idea of where it's going. How wide is it going to be? How long is it going to be? And then you have to have a contractor. So when you're, when you're creating essential documents, which I can do for you, you're helping to build a pathway so that somebody can make sure that if at the end of life you need long-term care, you need a nursing home, and you need Medi-Cal to help pay for that because you don't have an extra 10000 a month, that you've built a pathway so that you will never, ever have to deal with a Medi-Cal estate recovery. You will never, ever have to deal with a probated state. Building a pathway to a total plan of care. Not just saying, well, I got a power of attorney for health care. That's not a pathway. That will not avoid, that has nothing to do with estate recovery or Medi-Cal recovery. It's making sure all the essential documents are in place so that you can do what you need to do. You can make sure that you have a plan so that you never have to be confronted with a Medi-Cal estate recovery. Well, that about does it for today's topic. I hope you found this really informative. I, I, I love doing them. Please be sure to share this podcast with someone you know, someone you know who will benefit, or you can always leave me a review on Spotify or iTunes or whatever platform you're on. But try to share this with somebody that you think would benefit from it, even if that person isn't you. It could be a friend, a neighbor, somebody you love. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here today. Be sure to check out my premiere episode. That's my first one for those of you that premiere. My premiere episode from two weeks ago. that, That podcast was on the outlook for California seniors in 2021. And remember to tune in again in two weeks for my next episode, 
which will be on how to hold a family conference. Maybe one of the most important things you can do in frailty planning is holding a family conference. And my next episode will be on that very important topic, how to hold a family conference. You're going to want to be there. And and for, for that one, make sure the whole family listens. Remember, I'm not an attorney. Remember what I talk about here is my opinion only and should never be taken as any form of legal tax or financial advice. That said, I've been doing frailty and long-term care planning for 30 years. Thanks so much for joining me. This has been Navigating Frailty, a roadmap for California seniors. I'm your host, Bob Scrivano. Thanks for listening and have a great, great day. Bye-bye.